what we do here is go back, 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 back. drag the file. That's right. I just dragged the file. I'm a goddamn genius. God damn it. When you're this smart, I mean, and you figure shit out like I do, that's amazing. Is this mic on? Hello. Yeah, it is. I guess. I don't know. It doesn't say it is, but it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Windy outside, getting snowy. Did you guys enjoy your uh, Thanksgiving? Did you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving? Oh, well, let me introduce let me introduce the podcast, okay? Welcome to the Into the Woods podcast, episode 73, presented by me, your host, Ryan Woods, and presented by your title sponsor, Manscaped. Yep, we have a title sponsor still. Why is this not loud, dude? I'm getting angry. All right, whatever. But anyways, I, um, yeah, I mean, I had a good week. I had a good weekend here. Let me pull up my stuff. I got my little notes here. I got, uh, I had a pretty good week, you know? Uh, did you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving? Did somebody make some food that you didn't like? You know, did they make a, did they make a side? you didn't like, like cranberry sauce? Did you ever say something derogatory about cranberry sauce at somebody's Thanksgiving party and they just freak on you? Like, you go, hey, man, I really don't like cranberry sauce. And they're like, are you serious? I spent so much time making this. And you're like, oh, boy. Are you serious? Like, they say that. And you're just stuck. You're just stuck being like, you know, I don't hate it, but, I mean, it's not my favorite. And they're just like, are you serious? This is my grandma's recipe, dude. You're going to like it. It's passed down generation to generation. Yeah, well, you should pass it down to the trash. That was a joke for you. Never said it was a good one, but it was a joke. End <laughs> uh, of the Woods podcast presented by Manscaped, huh? How about that? Does it have a good ring to it? How are you guys? How was your Thanksgiving? Did you guys enjoy your food? Did you eat 17 million calories and know you were going to regret it? Did you go back for that third plate? Did you hang out with your family, your loved ones, and did you maybe kill them? <laughs> no, you didn't, did you? You didn't kill them. Thanksgiving was weird, man. I didn't watch any of that Cowboys game because who the fuck has time? They fucking suck. Uh, who cares about... The Lions. Like it's I'm done watching the Lions on Thanksgiving. They're horrible. They're horrible. And that's my take. They're they're just bad. I don't think that needs any explanation. 
They're just bad. They fired their fat coach. Game over. There's a little sports talk for you. Browns, 8-3. and three. There's a little sports talk for you. Browns, 8-3. and three. But did you enjoy your Thanksgiving? Did you do any Black Friday shopping? Did you get any deals, man? I got this great deal. Like, everything was 30% off. Just say you can't afford it. It's the best Bill Burr line ever. Just say you can't afford it. Like, we'll all understand. If you can't buy it full price, don't buy it. I'm waiting for Black Friday. Why? Because you're a fucking idiot? And you love consumerism? And a lot of people will just say, Ryan, you're being facetious, and people can get things on deals, and it's not that big of a problem. But I would say, I'd beg to differ, and say, hey, maybe we shouldn't have Black Friday. Nobody knows how to relax in this country anymore. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? (sighs) Thanksgiving, what a holiday, you know? Who cares about, like, their recipes? I hate when people go on and on. And you go over somebody's house, and they just tell you about their their recipe, their stuffing recipe. You know, if you're a white person, you'll add a pepper or two and call it spicy. And you'll just be like, yeah, it's spicy. And you'll add cranberry sauce on everything, and it just ruins it. I hate cranberry sauce. And I have the, I don't have the heart to tell my girlfriend's mom. I'll never tell her. It'll get back to her. I'll never say anything. I'll just eat. I'll eat a little bit. And it's gross every time. I like gravy. Does that does that bail me out of some shitty rant that somebody'll give me? Dude, you don't like fucking cranberry sauce? Dude, I love it, dude. You buy the fucking some people and if you tell them, first of all. I mean, if you tell them, you, if you ask if they got it in the, uh, what is it, a can? If they got it in a can, they'll freak out. They'll be like, no, I made this from scratch, and you're going to like it. And I'm like, Jesus. Why can't I just eat? Huh? You have to give me a backstory. Why has everything got a backstory? This isn't Ancestry.com. I don't give a shit. It didn't make any sense. I don't give a shit about uh, where the turkey even came from, how fresh it is, what you did to cook it. Everyone's got their own little style, you know, and everyone has their own their own way of doing it, and I don't care. Thanksgiving is such a traditional thing now. Then you sit there and you eat turkey, which really, I mean, turkey, very bland. I don't mind it. I'm not one of these people with a hot take on turkey, even though I just gave you a hot take on cranberry sauce. I don't mind turkey. But there's always that one guy, you know, who's like, I actually prefer dark meat, and they think they're doing something. You know, I actually prefer dark meat. C- cool, man. How about you just tell everybody you're really progressive, huh? Boom. Another joke. Not a good one, but a joke. Don't tell me, Ryan, you bring no jokes to the podcast. That's two in seven minutes. I'm ripping. So, another thing about Thanksgiving. As I continue my rant, dessert on Thanksgiving... You know, we had ice cream and apple crisp. You ever heard of it? Uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I mean, whatever. It's apple crisp. But I knew I shouldn't have had had it. Like, now I just, I feel still fat. I went to the gym the next three days just doing cardio. 
Like you fat. Like I remember telling myself, like, you're a fat loser. <laughs> I got out of bed on Friday, like you fat loser. Like I felt so bloated on Thursday night going home. I was just like, you're a fat loser. Go home, you fatty. And I just drove home all sad. All sad and fat. Thinking about mashed potatoes. And how, why are they yellow? And then I'm driving. I'm like, why are potatoes yellow? And then I'm driving home. I'm like, maybe because my mom only made the ones in the box. And then I'm, <laughs> and then I'm just driving. Like, yeah, that's probably it. Damn, my mom was lazy when it came to food. <laughs> Stuffing was my mom's thing, though. She did make it from the box, so sue me again. No, it's really good. I couldn't tell you the difference. The only difference is it it's just harder to clean up, is if you make it from the... I can't tell the difference, man. I'm not a good cook, but stop telling me your mom or your grandma or your dad makes the best this or that. They do not. They do not make the best this or that. They don't make the best turkey. They don't make the best cranberry sauce. They don't make the best gravy. They just make the best you've had. You've only had theirs. Or some other variety. Like some other... You've had less than five batches of stuffing in your life. From five different people. So spare me the whole... My mom makes the best... My mom makes the best, dude. You don't understand. And then I'll tell people that. And then they'll they'll stop me. And they'll smirk. And they'll go, well... Well, my mom actually does make the best. And it's like, no. It's just what you've grown up with. It's like, why are you a Chevy, Ford, or Dodge guy? It's because what your dad told you to like. And you know that. You fucking loser. You have no opinions. Listen to my opinions on my podcast. Another thing. <laughs> Podcasts. I know a lot of people want to talk about how, uh, like, they'll post YouTube videos and stuff, and I think podcasts, especially mine, and people like Joe Rogan, who I love to, you know, rag on, because everyone just, it's such a meme to, like, like Joe Rogan's podcast, a meme joke for you, uh, I think podcasts, YouTube videos, especially when they talk about things like COVID-19 or aliens, for example, like that monolith in like Arizona or Utah, wherever the fuck, why do aliens only go to the Southwest? A question I have. Why do aliens love the Southwest United States? And I'm not talking Mexicans. <laughs> Boom, that's three zingers on this podcast. Three fucking ringers. Wa-pow. Ba-bam. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Podcasts and YouTube videos, especially when you talk about COVID-19, or you're talking about some real shit that may people may influence their opinion on, it should come with a disclaimer, just like when you are looking up a stock video, right? And everyone's like, hey, this is just my opinion. This is not an, an, a, uh, a fact. You shouldn't take this as an investment advice. You should um, do your own research and all that stuff. So that doesn't happen when you look up, say, a YouTube video on how this is the Great Reset. It's a Great Reset, man. They're trying to take away our guns and all that shit. 
you know who I'm talking about. We all have that one guy. And there should be a disclaimer before the podcast or radio. It should be somebody, it should go like this. The following is a production produced by one person in their bedroom. All they did was buy a microphone and post to the internet. There was no vetting process. They can say whatever they want. It is this their opinion. Please do not take it as fact. Always do your own research. Enjoy the show. Because that's what this is. This is an entertainment ve- uh, vehicle, to use a big word on you. This is an entertainment vehicle that I use to come on here and say some, you know, opinions. Some opinions. You know, a whole lot of opinions out there. So, I do the the this podcast, I might say a couple crazy things. Like, I don't know what, what is real and what's not real about COVID. I'm just saying it. I'm not a disease expert. I don't know if you could pick that up. I sell ball trimmers for a company. I just, I show ball trimmers on my podcast and my social medias. So I don't know what qualifies me. I just bought this microphone on Amazon and I just fire up GarageBand. And I was like, hey, look, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> that doesn't make what I say right. And it does, just because mine is a little smaller and you know me personally or you think I'm an idiot doesn't make Joe Rogan a smart guy. Now, I think he's a smart guy. He talks about a lot of shit, but that doesn't make what he says 100% real. You know, he's doing an entertainment thing. You know what I mean? It's an entertainment vehicle, like I said. Love that word. But there should be a disclaimer because any fucking idiot can post a video or a podcast or a tweet or, or a long Facebook post that you didn't fucking read that you reposted and said, look, here's the facts, and you didn't read it. Or one infographic that says 99.7 of people survive. 99.7% of people survive COVID-19. Now let me ask you something. 13 million cases in the United States. 260,000 people are dead, roughly. Do the math. I'll give you a minute. That's actually 2%. So, your math's off. Your math's off. So, get a new fucking infographic for me. Would you? Not that it matters. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. I go to the gym with the mask on. People look at me like I'm an alien. Nobody cares. I will say about aliens. Now, I did talk about aliens. I'm going to bring it up again. Everything we know about aliens is assuming that they are so advanced that they can get in space vehicles that can fly at the speed of light and cross galaxy borders. Correct? We think they look like things we've seen in sci-fi movies. And we believe that they want to contact us, so their vehicle for doing so is radio. So that's a lot of assumptions, and they love this, the Southwest United States. They just love Mexican food and hot And if they love Utah, they love Mormons. Another zinger for you. But are you getting tired of it yet? So anyways, if you really think about it, everything you know about aliens was told to you through a movie. Hence E.T. Hence Alien vs. Predator. 
All these things are just assumptions. Now, I'm not denying that aliens are not real, because I don't th- and but I think what we think of aliens to be is not real. I also, we all carry around 4K cameras in our pocket nowadays. So you're telling me, not to change the subject, but Bigfoot, for example, that if there's no footage of Bigfoot when everyone has a camera phone nowadays, does he know we all have cameras so he's just not acting a fool? He's like, hey, they all got cell phones now, so I'm just going to hang out here in my cave, you know. What's the excuse? Is he nocturnal? You know, can spare me. I don't I don't know what. With the aliens thing, I just want to know, like, why haven't we seen more of it? And then I know the government was like, hey, there's aliens out there. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, All right, isn't that crazy? And I'm like, I don't know. Is it? They didn't really say that. And the... the I almost turned off my computer because I got fat fingers. Aliens. Looked it up. Aliens. Let's see. Was it aliens? Vanishing Utah monolith prompts wide-ranging conspiracy theories. Like everything nowadays. Could walk out in front of a car and get hit and be like, well, did the car know he was coming? Uh, Dude, I'm getting a Manscaped ad on my fucking... On this page. It's so fucking annoying. They're They're undercutting me. Anyways. Uh, the mysterious Utah monolith was discovered and then disappeared in the state's remote Red Rock country is raising some eyebrows. As the developments of the bizarre 10-foot, three-sided metal structure have unfolded in the past few days, conspiracy theories are forming, as they do. People have taken to social media, as they do, to share their theories. Of course, you know my thoughts on this. Hey, man, you want to hear my theory? No. Why would I want to hear your fucking theory? With Which range from a tourism ploy, of course, aliens. Here are some of the theories and jokes. Okay, so we're not even... I'm not, what is this? USA Today? What the fuck? Um, my latest conspiracy theory is the Utah monolith was placed by the Utah Office of Tourism. Okay... My working conspiracy is that all American media organizations pulled their money to put a monolith in the Utah and then removed it, thus creating two clickbait pieces in one week. Not a bad one. Secretly hoping some kind of alien clearance device for the human race. Let the dolphins have a go. That, that's not funny. Does match my college? Does match my college conspiracy theory that there are some power out there responsible for many, many unnecessary polls in random inappropriate locations? Hilarious. What? I know people are like, it's a safety hazard. They had to take it away. The Utah Department of Public Safety first discovered the object embedded into the rock on November 18th during an expedition counting bighorn sheep. Boring. Imagine having that guy. Hey, we got to go count the bighorn sheep today. In the barren region of southeastern Utah, just like I said, northwest, north. Did I say Southwest United States? 
I hope I didn't say Northwest United States. That'll make me sound like a fucking idiot. The Bureau of Land Management, as if I'm already not, reported the disappearance Saturday, making it clear that it was not the work of federal agency. We have received credible reports that the illegally installed structure referred to as the monolith has been removed by BLM. Hey, they're stealing the shine. Public Bureau of Land Management. Public lands by an unknown party. The agency said in its Facebook statement, BLM did not remove... This is very misleading. The BLM did not remove the structure, which is considered private property. Cool. So nothing... So nothing happened? Cool. Well, on that note, that was fucking worthless. Let me get an ad read for you. Let's do the read. I got one ad read. As you know, the End of the Woods podcast is brought to you by... Manscaped. Support for Into the Woods is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So, let me get some water. Manscaped. Not gonna like that I just drank water before their read, but they're gonna like the way this finishes. Here we go. Manscaped just launched in the UK. We've gone years without using the right tool, the right tools for the job. That's an Australian accent. Using the right tools for the job. You can be one of the first men in England to experience their life-changing products. Okay, so, look, I used the product this weekend. Because I got it last week. Used the product this weekend. And let me tell you something. Game-changing. Game-changing. You want to know why? Well, I'll tell you why. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 in the UK also. It is also available in the US, of course. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accents. I had no grooming accents, and man, when I tell you I got in there, I got in there. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take as long as you want. If you got a lot going on down there, or if you got a lot going on down there, you can take a long shave. The waterproof alert tuck. Oh, almost messed it up. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower, which I do, of course. I do not. I'm not a heathen. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for closer, more precise trimming, or exposes that you need to lose some weight. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology, so nobody knows what you're doing in there. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off, loud and proud. And because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. And let me tell you something about the charging stand. It looks good. It will not, it doesn't look bulky. It doesn't look stupid in your bathroom. It actually looks good. So do yourself a favor, get you one of these. How can I get one, Ryan? But hold on. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Let's get the bush to the tush cleaned up fellas so let me get you 20% off plus free shipping with code into into at manscaped.com make your testies your besties now get 20% off and free shipping with the code into at manscaped.com that's 20 for that's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com use code into that's manscaped.com forward slash into your balls will thank you Perfect. Killed it. Fucking murdered it. Fucking murdered it. Fucking just killed that reed, huh? That reed? Dead. That reed? Fucking dead. Oh, God. I should do this for a living. Um. So we were at, I was at Dana's house, and I want to talk to you guys about this, because there's a big, big thing going on. Dana's brother 
Dana's my girlfriend, by the way, for all you new listeners. Dana's brother is a law student, and we talk about we were talking about prenups for some reason. I don't know how it came up. We were talking about prenups, and I guess like Bezos came up, like Jeff Bezos. You know, he got divorced, as you do when you got a bunch of money. How can you only be banging one chick? If you had Jeff Bezos money, bro, let me look that up. Are you only banging one chick? With Bezos money, you only banging one chick, dog? Uh, Jeff, it's going to be like the first thing. Bezos net worth, of course. He's worth $186 billion. And you think he's only banging one chick? But it came up because prenups, you know, they didn't have a prenup. So Mackenzie Scott, Mackenzie Scott, who was married to Bezos, they got a divorce. They did not have uh, they did not have a prenup. So she's now worth sixty and a half billy. Sixty and a half billy. Like she'll just, you know, game over. She's got 60 and a half billy. She's already halfway to Mark Zuckerberg and 30 times the amount of the president of the United States, Donald Trump. So she's almost Warren Buffett is what I'm saying. So anyways, we were talking about how Bezos didn't have a prenup. And and, and our thing was, well, you know, like, uh, why would it, why would he need a prenup? You know, he, he wasn't rich before, but I mean, he is the moneymaker, but I get it. You know, they did it together. And then it came up, and I was in agreement with her mom. Her mom was in, was with agreement with me, but then we disagreed. And oh boy, did we disagree. We disagreed that Kobe Bryant, for example, remember when he got divorced? Did he get divorced? I don't want to be talking out of school here, but he was going to get divorced, and, you know, Kobe didn't make... Oh, he wasn't going to get divorced, but he was going to. Remember, because all that stuff went down. And, uh... I will say that, you know, in that case of Bezos, it makes sense that his wife would get some money because they did it together. But Kobe got married in 2001, already an NBA star, already champion... You know, she's not out there making the shots, winning the titles, you know, doing the goods. So does she deserve the money? And then she brought up, like, you know how ladies do. So she's used to a certain lifestyle, and I'm like, ah, oh, boy, not this. Not the certain lifestyle. Yeah, you know what certain lifestyle Kobe was used to? Making buckets. Making baskets. Making championships happen for the city of Los Angeles. So... Look, man, I don't know what the deal is, but I don't know why we even started talking about prenups. But I think it's good to have one. But if you're poor, why would you even get one? Like, if Dana and I got married, she's like, I would get a prenup. Like, she's all pretentious about it. I'd get a prenup. It's like, oh, yeah, what the fuck do you have? <laughs> I got a fucking podcast that a couple people listen to, huh? I, 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 say, I sell ball trimmers. What the fuck are you doing? Telling, getting all in my face. I'll get a fucking prenup. Ugh. That makes me not want to marry you. <laughs> Fuck do you have, huh? You think you're fucking better than me? You think you're better than me? 
I sell ball trimmers, bro. I do an ad read for ball trimmers. I got two free ball trimmers. <laughs> Could you imagine me just coming back with that? She's like, I'd get a prenup. Yeah, I'd get a prenup. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? A prenup for what? Future earnings? That doesn't make any sense. Is that what you get a prenup for? Future earnings? I thought it was for money you already have. Like Justin Bieber, he didn't get one. But he loves Jesus, so he's never going to get divorced. <sighs> when did Justin Bieber become a man of God, you know? When the fuck did that happen? What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, prenups. So prenups, like, why, why would you even need one? That's usually my comeback to Dana. Why would you even need one? She's like, you know, just in case. Like, just in case what? Men never get anything. In the divorce, in the divorce game. Men always lose the divorce game. I don't remember a time when men won the divorce game. But it was just funny, because you just hear it all the time, like, oh, men always getting fucked over in the divorce, and it's like, yeah, well, somebody's $60 billion richer. Hope she got that in Amazon stock. You know? And she's, like, so under the radar, too. She's got billions... What was her name? What was her fucking fucking name? Mackenzie. Mackenzie Bezos. Mackenzie Scott. Mackenzie Bezos. Mackenzie Scott. Yeah, dude. Fucking fifty years old. Lives in San Francisco. Got sixty bill. Can buy a one bedroom. Boom! Hits him again. God, I need to stop. I am hitting the jokes today. It's going to be right here. It's in the Forbes article. Mackenzie Scott is an author and the ex-wife of Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, whom she was married to for 25 years. So, yeah, I would say she's, you know, rightfully... Her key connections are Bezos and Amazon, so... What the fuck? I can't read. Uh, as part of the divorce settlement, Bez Jeff transferred 25% of his Amazon stake to Mackenzie, 4% of the company. She owns 4% of Amazon's stake. Damn. Mackenzie and Jeff met in 1992, and they both worked at hedge fund D.E. Shaw. They married the next year. Nice. She'd, ne she'd nearly given $1.7 billion to 119 profit or nonprofits. Her self-made score is three. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? What's the highest? Self-made score. Self-made score. So 10 being the best. So she got a 3. Uh, who got a 10? Inherited from fortune but not working to increase it. Inher so number 3 means inherited fortune and helping to increase it marginally. Wow. What is 10? Self-made, who not only grew up poor, but also came significant obstacles. George Soros and Oprah Winfrey are in that category. Self-made, who came from a large... Oprah Winfrey. Self-made, who came from upper-middle-class upper background. Zuckerberg and Bezos. William Ackman, self-made, but got a head start. You get seven if your health... If you get a head start with wealthy parents and moneyed background... Put the president on that list, am I right? Boom. Ryan, murdering jokes today. 
Um, no, Trump is four. Inherited fortune and increasing it in a meaningful way. Oh, well. Dan Cathy. Bubba and Dan Cathy. Chick-fil-A. Shout out. Used to work from those. We used to work for those guys in an indirect way. Uh, Steve Ballmer is hired hand or hands off investor who didn't create the business. Yeah, he was just Microsoft CEO. Isn't William Ackman that short seller? Yeah, yeah, he is. Nice, cool. Where was I going with that? I don't fucking know. Let's talk about what we saw this weekend. How about that? And then we'll finish this up. How much time have I done? How much time has he done? Thirty-two minutes. Oh, it's the holiday season. Oh, it's the holiday season. Did you watch the boxing fights this weekend, dude? Dude, did you watch the boxing fights, dude? My favorite thing about that boxing fight was, first of all, Nate Robinson getting knocked the fuck out. You know, Nate Robinson getting knocked the fuck out. Just why would you even do that, Nate? I mean, I know you're a good basketball player, but I think Jake Paul, like, he takes that shit. Jake Paul's a psycho. He's from Westlake. He's a psycho when it comes to, like, doing things. It's why he is who he is. And so, of course, he was going to take boxing seriously. And I kind of feel bad for Nate Robinson because Jake Paul is big. Yo, he's big, okay? Jake Paul, American YouTuber, 6'1", 6'2", yeah, he's a big guy. Fuck. Six foot one. Hundred and thirty five pounds. Is that what that says? It says one three. Hundred and thirty five pounds, really? I thought it'd be bigger than that. Is that really it? It doesn't seem right. There's no way he's only 135 pounds. Wait. Okay, all. So he's cruiserweight. What the, how does that fucking help me? How does this fucking help me, man? Uh, he's worth $11 million. Yeah, so I'm saying. He's a million. He's, he's got a lot of money. Okay, still does not give me his weight. How much does Jake Paul weigh? 189 pounds. All right, that makes more sense. Nate Robinson, 181 pounds. So I guess they're not that far off in weight, but the height difference was fucking massive. But anyways, so Nate Robinson gets fucking clocked. And then Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. go at it. Like, two fucking... Tyson looks horrible. Not, I mean, didn't not looked horrible in the fighting part of it. He looked horrible, like, just looked horrible. Um, But he didn't look bad in the fighting. I can't believe we all watched it. I can't believe we all fucking watched that. But he didn't look good when he was coming to the ring. Like, he looked kind of fat, you know? And so did Roy Jones Jr. Looking fat. They both have boobs. I mean, they're 50. 54. Tyson's 54. I think I'd like to see him fight some... You know, he wouldn't be able to move like he used to. But I'd like to see him fight some, you know, big guy. You know, some some guy that maybe... You know, some just... Some big... Some big puncher. Does he have Mao Zedong on his arm? Why do we all love Mike Tyson so much? I don't know. 
unofficial draw. The eight two-minute rounds proved enough time for both men to get comfortable and find the range. Yeah, it was it was kind of a spectacle. Uh, Tyson looked kind of good. He said he was high before it. Like, who cares? I mean, Snoop Dogg was there, so obviously. But, yeah, I don't know. It looked good. I think Mike Tyson... But, of course, people want to get on me for liking wrestling and all that stuff and saying, dude, it's fake and predetermined. Let me ask you something. Do you know how much money was on Mike Tyson bets? Probably so much fucking money was bet on Mike Tyson this weekend. And when he was going to win. Boxing is a crooked sport. And when they saw that Tyson was going to win, and they saw how much money those sports books were going to lose, they said, hey, man, we got to take a draw here. Because he dominated that fight. And when it came out that I, when I saw that there was a draw, it was obviously a domination by Tyson. You know, and whatever. It, it could have been predetermined. It doesn't matter. Uh... And so just to have that happen, people want to believe that boxing is this amazing sport. It's, you know, it kind of is what it is. It kind of is what it is. It's a crooked sport, and it really has no stars. That's why Mike Tyson coming back was big for, for that sport. Mike Tyson's not a good guy. I don't know why everyone thinks Mike Tyson's a good guy. He's just not a good guy. He's kind of a shitty guy, you know? Just look up what he did. You don't have to tell me. He also lost a bunch of money. Could you imagine? Losing a bunch of money like that? Uh, $300 million down to zero. Actually, negative. Uh, Anyways, I'm trying to... I'm fucking with this thing. Uh, Anyways... Yeah, I thought it was okay. Like, it could have been worse. It could have been worse, is what I'm saying. It could have gone worse. Tyson could have gotten a knockout. I guess the rules were no knockouts. That should have told you right there not to bet on the event were the no knockout rules. That should have completely turned you off because you knew that there was going to be no knockout. And then I saw some people saying, dude, but you know when Tyson gets in there, dude, he's going to fucking do it. He's going to, dude, dude, you think rules matter to Tyson? It's like, yeah, maybe 20 years ago. Maybe 20 years ago, the rules didn't matter to Tyson, huh? Gosh. Damn it. I don't know. It was okay. I mean, it was whatever. Boxing could be big again. They really need to get boxing big. Oh, the reason I bring this up, too, is because I watched this like whole hype video about the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight that happened earlier this year, and then I watched it, and they said it happened in February of this year. Tyson Fury two, or you know Tyson Wilder two, Fury Wilder two. They said it happened this year in February, and I was like, oh my god, that feels like years ago. That feels like it didn't even happen. Like the Super Bowl, I don't remember shit about the Super Bowl. I spare me, pal. I, I don't remember shit. I don't remember anything about the Super Bowl. So, whatever. But yeah, that's that's it. I think that's it for the podcast, man. That's 40 minutes right there. That's 40 minutes for you. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm doing a giveaway. Uh, I'm going to announce this right now, a little Manscaped giveaway. If you go to my Instagram, 
I'm going to announce it later this week on Instagram. But if you go to my Instagram, at Ryan Woods, two S's, uh, it'll be a post up there. You'll like it. You subscribe to the podcast. You give a five-star review. And you send me a screenshot on Instagram, comment done on the on the post when it's all set up. And you'll get a free, you'll get an entry into winning the Manscaped uh, Perfect Package 3.0 kit minus the t-shirt underwear because, you know, I already have it in my possession. But uh, other than that, I think that's it for the week. So follow me on Instagram at RyanWoods2S's. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan underscore Woods2S's. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Have a good week. Go Browns. Um, yeah, I think is that all I had to talk about? I think that's it. I think that's it. So thank you guys for listening. I will see you next week. Let's get the music. I got to get the music. I'll get the music. Hold on. Let me get the music. And uh, enjoy the music. And I will see you next week. Follow me on Instagram. Like, subscribe to the podcast. Rate and review. It means so much to me. Thank you guys so much. Don't forget code INTO at manscaped.com. Get you 20% off and free shipping. A little shameless plug for you there, but I got to make, make the money, man. You know I got to pay the bills like anybody else, okay? All right. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Enjoy the music. Thank you.